What does joining Hip Hop Now's Patreon mean? It means supporting the kind of hip hop content that keeps you updated on the latest hip hop news and moves. It means supporting the production of content like That Time in Hip Hop and Hip Hop Now Reviews. It means you care about the conversation and preservation of hip hop music and culture. Hip Hop Now Patreon supporters get access to bonus content, merchandise, and more. Support the movement. Become a supporter of Hip Hop Now Podcast today at patreon.com forward slash hip hop now. Coming up on this week's episode of Hip Hop Now Podcast, it's the best of 2021 so far. Let's do it. Read these headlines. This album must be gone. This album must be gone. What up, y'all? I am your host, Vegas, and this is Hip Hop Now Podcast, a podcast designed to catch you up on all things hip hop, music, and culture. Word up. Big, 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 big special shout out to the producers of this podcast over at patreon.com slash hip hop now you can become one also big shout out to the longtime listeners who have been listening to this podcast and should be watching this podcast which is available on youtube uh on the uh, channel the b-roll network don't worry the link is in the description of this very show and of course Special, special welcome to the new listeners and viewers of this podcast, Hip Hop Now Podcast. We appreciate you. We hope you stick around, subscribe to the podcast, and more importantly, share with people you know enjoy this kind of content. Now, listen, man, we are at point in this hip hop year of 2021 where a lot of outlets, media outlets, podcasts, whatever it may be, like to, you know, do their best of the year so far. And um, the year started out sort of slow, you know, it it was kind of slow. But again, these last couple of years in hip hop, when it comes to, you know, releases, as far as projects, whether that be mixtapes or albums, it's been stacked. And it feels like with every year, it's gotten difficult at the end of the year to do a top five, right? Because after a while, you got so many great projects and albums. It's like, well, damn, what was the best? Um, So I used to do these. I mean, I always do these now, but I was kind of iffy on doing these so far because at one point in time, there wasn't enough to to really say this is the best so far that I believe. But now we get to the point with <laughs> these years and these hip hop releases that the, there's so many projects that are great that are out and it's only the halfway point of the new year. So what I'm going to do on this episode, especially for for those of you who have been following maybe a maybe an album or two, right? 
but haven't had the opportunity to really survey the land as far as projects. It might have been some stuff you missed. Um, but this list that I'm going to read to you first is essentially what I think, right? This is what I think are the best so far. Now, obviously, it's going to be somebody out there who's going to hear this, who's going to see this, who's going to say to themselves, yo, man, why you ain't got Hungry Hungry Hippo and the Booyah Gang in it, dog? For one, one, <laughs> one thing, right? I don't listen to everything. I try to listen to most of it. I try to listen to most of the projects that have a buzz, or um, or or the artists or the group have a track record, right? So I try to stick to that, and especially if it's a, a big buzz or even a buzz on an underground level. I try to listen to them all, but that doesn't mean I like them all. Get what I'm saying? It doesn't mean I like them all. And to give you some insight into, well, well what's likable versus, you know, something you're not really feeling like that. Well, everything that's not on this list isn't a case of me feeling like it wasn't good. I just don't feel like some of the stuff that I don't have on here wasn't good enough, right, to, to replace some of the things I had up here. And again, this is the halfway point of 2021, so this list can change in a lot of ways, right? I could go back to something that maybe I didn't listen to it in, in the right situation. Who knows? You know how that goes. Sometimes it's the right situation. Oh, I got to take a drink, though. Sometimes it's just not the right situation. But nevertheless, this is a list of what I feel are the best so far of 2021. And at the end of reading this list, I'm going to talk about five projects in particular that if we were talking about what's the best of what's my top five of the year so far, these five would be my top. Right. So let's go over to the list. It's a long list, so get your get your pen ready if you're just trying to find something to listen to, whatever. Or get your phone ready. I know you new ninjas, you know, you don't use pens. Like, what's a pen? You know what it is. All right. XV Soil, Seeds, and Roots EP. This is a collective of EPs put out by XV, a dude who put out a mixtape years ago that I loved and I had never heard anything else from him until this year, until 2021. I know he released some stuff in recent years, but um, from what I learned, he had taken a break from hip hop, I believe, to raise his family or something like that. But nevertheless, he came back with three EPs, right? Maybe like three or four songs on them. Um, each one named, well, one was named Soil, the other one was named Seeds, the other one was named Roots. And it was pretty dope. Uh, Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats unlocked 1.5. I ain't even going to hold y'all. Like Denzel Curry, I feel like I feel like he's dope, but I was never able to really get into his music. And um, not because it was bad. I just just didn't do it for me. And uh, with this particular project, I saw the album cover. And I was like, that album cover is kind of dope. Let me. Let me press play and see if I like it. And man, I really liked it. Snoop Dogg from the streets to the sweets. 
At this point, I check for every Snoop Dogg album. I check for everyone because of the simple fact that uh, the majority of the time, especially in recent years, Snoop has put out decent work. And, you know, sometimes some projects are better than others. Uh, but this one, this year, From the Streets to the Suites, was really dope because it it harkens back to Snoop's roots as far as the, the gangster rap, as far as that real Cali West Coast sound. And it's so dope. Like, musically, it's, it's dope. Like, I, I listened to this driving, like, on a... Um, or like a road trip or whatever. Not a really a road trip, but I, I went down to the DMV and going back, you know, I was like, oh, this would be a nice time to listen to this new Snoop album. And I put it in and, it, man, I was so shocked. I was like, yo, I ain't skip a record yet. Really dope from Snoop. 13 featuring Pharrell Monch. The name of the album is A Magnificent Day for Exorcism. Such a really dope album, and I'll get more into it. Um, but I don't want to get too much into each one, but nevertheless, a very dope album musically. And um, Pharaoh Monch, you know what he does with the lyrics. Mad Lib, Sound Ancestors. This is beat tape uh, for your hip-hop heads, and it kind of falls in the category of hip-hop slash electronic, but then there's like some jazz fusion kind of vibes. I really thought it was dope, man. And um, I'm not big on listening to um, to beat tapes, especially if they're long, because after a while, I kind of want some kind of vocal performance to be on the record. But this was really good. Devin the Dude, Soulful Distance. I really like this joint. I'm a fan of uh, Devin the Dude. I feel like um, Soulful Distance is what most fans expect from Devin the Dude um, as far as the sound, and it doesn't disappoint at all to me. I Am God and Custom Maids, The Eternal Reflection out of Chicago. Very dope album. You like bars? Definitely look that one up. Benny the Butcher, The Plugs I Met 2. We all know The Plugs I Met 1. Very dope. Um, probably set the bar kind of high for this uh, Harry Fraud produced version. But I ain't going to front. At first, I was kind of like, oh, it was cool. And then I kept playing it and playing it. And I was like, wow, this joint is, I'm really digging this joint. This, we could have done without French Montana. I remember in the beginning when some a lot of people were saying that, like, oh, he got French on here. I was like, I don't, I don't necessarily hate French Montana. But he did kind of drag it down a little bit on the song he appeared on. Uh, 101, Whatever Happens, Happens. Big shout out to Yentz. Follow him on Twitter. Um, he referred this one to me. Uh, and it features Marv One in the group. Uh, can't remember off the top of my dome who else was in the group. It's a three-man group. Kind of like a super group being put together. This one is dope, man. You talk about beats and bars. That's what this is. Uh, Mellow Music Group Bushido. This is more of a compilation to represent all of the artists on the uh, Mellow Music Group. And this is slept on big time. This is such a, a dope like showcase 
for the artists they promote. Like it's and it's it ranges from all types of hip hop, all types of versions and sounds and looks of hip hop. So definitely, if you are a hip hop head, and especially if you like discovering artists you never heard of, right? Like Sky Zoo's on here, uh, Homeboy Sandman's on here, um, Odyssey's on here, a couple of people on Apollo Brown. I also believe is on here. It's just really dope. I think Joel Ortiz is on here also. Really dope project. Um, Conway the Machine, La Makina. I think that's what it's called, La Makina. Correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't even know what to expect with this project because you know, like I know, when it comes to Conway, Westside Gun, Benny, and all of them, they just drop in multiple projects per year. And sometimes one or two will come out and they're just another project. But this one has been in heavy rotation for me. Believe that. And it got a lot to do with the bars on uh, Conway rapping on another level right now. Uh, Zarface and MF Doom, Super What? This was a surprise. I figured around the time it was announced that it was about time we get a Zarface album. But the surprise was that it was another album uh, featuring MF Doom. The first album was Zarface meets Metal Face which I liked a lot. I think this one kind of carries that torch, even though I feel like MF Doom's um, appearances on it is kind of scattered. It, you know, not that it doesn't feel collaborative, but I don't know. It, it, there were times where I felt like I was looking for MF Doom on tracks as opposed to feeling like, or expecting him to be there every time a track came on. But nevertheless, if you like Zarface and you like their sound and MF Doom and their brand of hip hop, um, and if you don't know who Zarface is, Inspector Deck's in there. That's that's good enough for you to go, right? Go listen. Then you can hear and see who else is in it because there's some dope stuff there. They got a dope catalog too. Uh, J. Cole, The Off Season. I didn't know what to expect from J. Cole. I've said it before in this podcast. Yes, I'm a fan of KOD. I know I don't feel like it's his best album, but I also don't feel like it's his wackest, not at all. But the off season, he kind of was priming us for something that had to do with some more bars, and I think he delivered um, more than what I expected. Uh, Mac Hami prayed for Haiti. Now, I ain't even going to hold y'all. Well, I'm going to hold y'all for a second. I got to take a drink. I will never proclaim to be a day one Mac Hami fan. Not like I hated him, just didn't really do much for me. But this project is different, right? I love the the incorporation of uh, him incorporating Haitian culture heavily into this project, right? And um, it's still feeling like that grimy you know, Griselda-flavored type of underground music and with the bars and the, the beats and everything. And I feel like, you know, he really had some had something special this year. So I think it's, you know, worth being one of the best of the year so far. Peter Rosenberg, Real Late. This is a compilation, hip-hop compilation, put out by Peter Rosenberg. Yes, that one from Hot 97. 
from WWE, right? You've seen it on there from ESPN. Um, this this was shockingly really good. Not like I was expecting it to be whack, right? Because I know Peter Rosenberg is a big hip hop head, but this was really good because I think I like the production. I think I like the variety of artists, and I like the production. I I see every track as uh, Peter Rosenberg, I guess, not that he produced them, but unless he did, I ain't doing my homework on that. Somebody let me know. But I see every song being what Peter Rosenberg would imagine, you know, these different artists that he wanted on his project should sound like on his compilation. And I think it works big time. I think it's really dope. And I think a lot of people are sleeping on it because maybe they feel some kind of way about Peter Rosenberg. But if you're a hip hop head, just like with the Mellow Music Group, definitely, definitely check this out. It's, it's dope. It's a dope showcase for these artists as well who don't get airplay on Hot 97. How about that? Uh, <laughs> Ransom, I only got four more. Ransom put out an EP called Seven. This is dope. This isn't in my top five so far, but it is creeping. It is creeping into my top seven. You talk about bars. You talk about beats. You talk about, um, like, he got a record with Royce called Greed. <sighs> seven, this is Seven Deadly Sins, I guess. I believe that's what it is, right? But he got a song with Royce called Greed that's just disgusting. And it's such a dope album. Ransom has been on a roll. I, I'm not even going to hold y'all. Uh, Sky Zoo, All the Brilliant Things. This one easily should be a like for me because I'm from Brooklyn. It's all about Brooklyn. It's all about gentrification. It's all about that old Brooklyn. It's all about that new Brooklyn. And Scott Zoo, he's just such a dope artist, man. He just, he knows what he wants from each of his projects musically. And I love how this particular album is a nice blend between the boom bap he's known for and the jazz that he loves, right? Because it's like a perfect balance between the two. Very dope project. Uh, RJ Payne, Leatherface 3, There Will Be Blood. This one is fairly new. And I listened the first time and I, it was kind of what I expected, right? It's not whack, it's dope. But then I was in the gym a couple of times and I just was looking for something to play. Well, you know, you lift the weights, you look for something to play, you're like, yeah. You know, they put on his RJ Payne. There will be blood. And uh, <laughs> that's how I be in the gym. But uh, I mean, nah, I, you know, I hit play again and I was like, yo, this project is really dope. Like, this is really some hardcore hip hop. So if you like that, grimy hip-hop that with a rapper sound like like rah rah this is it and lastly something else that's really new it came out last week if you're from the future you know what to do get your ass out of here that's what you need to do uh tyler the creator call me if you get lost now here is where i start what i think is my top five of the year so far Tyler, the creator, Call Me If You Get Lost is a project that he put out with DJ Drama. It's heavy on a rap, right? Because 
this time. If you listen, if you listen to my show or watch my show last week, um, Tyler, the creator, came back to the rap world for a moment. You know, he had an album before that called Igor, where he did a lot of singing. But this, and he was highly successful with that. But this brought him back to rapping, even though he does have a couple of tracks later on in the album where he does do the singing. But it's such a perfect balance on this album. This instantly, I was like, this is this is in my top five until something knocks it out, if it does. Such a well-crafted album that the hip-hop is so perfect. Like, you know how sometimes some cats will warm you up and tell you, like, yeah, we going to... um." We doing what we going with the bars this time. And then the beats don't really be hitting like that. And, you know, you kind of feel like, you know, they, it was fool's gold when they told you it was going to be some hip hop on it. Nah, man. When some of them beats drop and he starts spitting and you know he got an ill voice also, you can't even deny it that it's that funky. It's just, it just is. So that's one of my top five of the year so far. Tyler, the creator, call me if you get lost. Another one is J. Cole, the off season. Now, when I first heard this, I didn't think it would be in my top five of the year so far because I felt like uh, it's kind of, it's, I didn't have any expectations, but it's kind of what I would think, right? But I think it's better. I think J. Cole's, um, performance as an MC lyrically on here is pretty dope. I think the variety of songs, the vulnerability he showed on a couple of records, um, the guest appearances that you don't expect, but they work. I think it was a very dope album. It might be like one or two tracks that uh, I'm, you know, think about skipping on here. But nevertheless, it was just a, a well put together project. And in a lot of ways, you know, better than a lot of its peers this year. So that's definitely in my top five so far. Again, any one of these can be bumped at some point in time once we get to the end of the year. Um, Conway the Machine, La Makina, right? Makina, that's how you say it? Please correct me. This is in my top five because I play it every day. I'm not even going to lie. Once that Bruiser Brody hits... I'm listening to the whole project to the end. It's just that dope. Conway's bars. This is the thing with Conway the Machine, right? You can tell by sometimes the things he posts and he says that he's he's sort of sensitive a little bit. And there's nothing wrong with being sensitive, especially for him, because I think it fuels his emceeing, right? When, When people aren't showing him the love he thinks he deserves or trying to... Um, and it, not that there's any beef between any of them and Griselda or anything like that, but anytime people are like elevating the other two and, and Conway starting to dip in the background, yo, some of the some of the lines he put on this album, some of the bars, it's just like, nah, this dude, this was the dude who for me was the one to put Buffalo on the map. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember listening to Conway before he got shot. And I was like, this dude is nice. Right. And he's still nice like that. For him to still have bars like this after all this time, after this journey, um, after making, you know, you know how some cats are. They make a lot of money and then they kind of out. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
But it, this this is dope. Like this is dope enough to not. I know they're going to drop another one. I'm not even. I'm not even going to lie. It's just what they do. But if Conway the Machine didn't drop another project this year, I'd be fine with this because I think it's that good. Uh, I am God and custom maids. The eternal reflection. Again, like I said earlier, this is coming out of Chicago. And I was so impressed and inspired by the lyricism on this album. And it's easy to say that, right? Because I just kind of said that with J. Cole. I kind of just said that with Conway the Machine. But the difference with this project is the subject matter. Is It gives you such a... It paints such a picture of the the ghetto and not even just the ghetto in Chicago, but just it makes it relatable to any ghetto where there's um, domestic violence, where there's, um, you know, police brutality, where there's innocent bystanders dying, um, just the struggle in general. And then to have an MC that doesn't uh, focus so much on preaching to you. But tells you like it is and brings a a level of skill that's not basic. And I was just so impressed by that. You know, every time I put it on, you know, there's some albums, right? You throw them on. Like if I throw Rick Ross on, right? My mode is like, yo, let me get a cigar. Let me get a drink. You know, raise my glass up to nobody because we, you know, we like shelter in place for a while. So that's what I was doing. But you know what I'm saying? It was like a mood. And there's some albums where you know the substance is so potent that it's kind of like you get your mind right first before you hit play. It's like reading a good book where every time you read it, you learn something new and you feel smarter walking away from it. I, I don't know if this is too much, but I'm just trying to give you <laughs> trying to give y'all a uh, a real idea of what this album sounds like. So I Am God, Custom Made. The name of the album is The Eternal Reflection. And the last one of my top five so far is 13 with Pharaoh Munch. The name of the album, A Magnificent Day for an Exorcism. Exorcism. This is essentially what I just said about uh, The Eternal Reflection. But this is more so if 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 Pharaoh Munch was Eminem, that's what this is. To me, that's what it sounds like. Not saying he biting, because if you know your history, you know that Eminem has been pretty clear about some of the artists that inspired his style, and Pharaoh Munch is one of them. But this is really, it really plays on the whole exorcism and all of that, but he also, the content is heavy. He also talks about police brutality and, and things of that nature and, you know, the social justice uprising and, and everything. And again, the bar level, not even just the bar level, right? We know Pharaoh Munch is a monster on the microphone, but it's the technique it's the way in which he does it, the way he weaves in and out of tracks. And this isn't like a boom bap album, right? There's a lot of live instrumentation, um, even a lot of uh, of a rock feel, right, to some of the tracks. But because he knows how to, like, jump in and out of the pocket with his rhyming, it just sounds so dope. 
You know what I'm saying? And it'll be difficult to knock those types of albums out of my top five. So just to recount, Tyler, the creator, call me if you get lost. Uh, J. Cole, the off season. Conway, the machine. La Makina. Uh, I am God and custom made the eternal reflection and 13, a magnificent day for an exorcism. Five albums that I believe are the best of 2021 so far. Again, any, any of these could be knocked out of my top five. Some of these can be knocked out of the honorable mentions. We got a whole other half of a year to come and Chances are this isn't all we're going to hear, but this is a nice list of hip hop for you to go check out. But more importantly, I created a playlist that features songs from each of these albums and also songs from albums I did not mention, but deserve to have a song or two in the playlist. The link to that playlist will be an Apple Music link and eventually, or maybe maybe I've already done it, right? Uh, a Spotify link. But both links will be in the description of this show once it's edited and posted. So if you're listening to this, you already got the link. If you're watch, watching the edited version, you already got the link. If you're watching live, you're like, well, where that? It ain't there yet. But the playlists have been created, so you want to check that out. That's going to do it for me for this week. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, whatever it may be, at Vegas World INC. If Facebook is what you do, you can visit Facebook.com slash hip hop right now and hit that like button to join the cruiser over there on Facebook. Also, if you want to support this podcast and help up with the uh, production of this podcast, you can visit patreon.com slash hip hop now to do so. Become a producer of this podcast, get a say in how this podcast is produced and see how it all happens and how the equipment came together with the support of Patreon supporters like you at patreon.com slash hip hop now. Until next time, y'all, I am not a critic, I'm a fan. <laughs>